No Limit Football Podcast. Doc here is your host. And today, Rohel and I will be giving you listeners our top 10 foreign players to have played in the Premier League. We're going to be revealing our list totally unbiased and ranking the list from 10 to 1. So make sure you keep listening all the way to the end of the podcast. Now, before we go on any further, listeners, I want you to take a little bit of a pause, subscribe to this podcast, and make sure you do spread the word. And if you do like our content, just tell your friends and family. Now, Rahul, what's going on? Good, Mr. Doc. Good, good. Uh, to be honest with you, um, we've just come, um, obviously, as you know, as everyone knows, you know, me and yourself, we work in the, uh, the Gulf. Um, I, you know, specifically work in Saudi Arabia. So we've just been in UK um, for our summer holidays. Um, myself, I went back for about five weeks almost. So at the end of, from a footballing context, for the end of last season, it was an awful season. You know, Liverpool finished, I don't know where they finished, fifth. Obviously, we had a, you know, small run of decent 10 games towards the end, but it was definitely a season to forget. And obviously, you know, when, when you have such a bad season, you want to kind of get it out of your system as soon as possible and get back going again. Of course. But then you had the summer holidays, eh? you know, and then, but, so no real football this summer. There's no international tournaments, anything. So it was quite difficult in that sense from the footballing perspective. But, you know, looking forward to a new season, obviously, now, you know, renewed hope. We just started, you know, the first week of the Premier League. And today's, uh, you know, the second round of games. So looking forward to um, the new season from a footballing perspective. But personally, um, um, obviously, you know, in the UK, my family's not here with me right now for, you know, log- logistical reasons, personal reasons as well. So, yeah, so you got to find motivation. you got to find a reason to wake up every day. And I think, you know, football does help and having good people around you helps, people like yourself. So, yeah, you know, just trying to keep going, you know, keep the grind going and just see how things plan out for us in the coming weeks. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, you know, talking about these topics, um, something that you're passionate about. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, look, podcasting is quite enjoyable. You know, it's like a fun thing that we get together. We talk about things that we're passionate about, we're really interested in. And it just raises some type of debate, isn't it? And the most important thing for anybody, just from a philosophical perspective, is always to have uh, an external purpose as well. But... um, Coming on to that Liverpool issue, um, you know, bouncing back from that, okay, and obviously all of the transfers are going around uh, at the moment as well. And listeners, you're probably wondering, okay, so, okay, okay, we're coming into a new season, the season's already started, okay, where are your predictions? Where are your predictions? Most people will be talking about their predictions, who's going to win the league, who's going to come second, who's going to get in the Champions League spots, and who possibly may get relegated as well. Now, we have thought about this and we could have had done a Premier League uh, prediction uh, show, but there's a thinking process behind this because we're recording this right now on the 19th of August on a Saturday before round two of the Premier League fixtures. And just to have a level playing field, okay, you know, it's a conscious effort to actually make it after the transfer window closes. You know, and that's the thinking process behind this, isn't it, uh, Rahul? At the same time, I think um, 
there are, because we still know there's still, you know, a few weeks left of the transfer window. Yeah. And so much can still happen. You know, we didn't have our chats in our staff room at work and stuff. You know, we have, a, you know, everyone makes, everyone, you know, makes their own predictions. A lot of people are very hesitant to make predictions, you know, because, oh, let's see what happens in the coming weeks because so much can still happen. So, uh, you know, I know Liverpool still need to sign players. City are looking to sign players. You know, Chelsea, you know, I would never, I wouldn't rule out they're going to sign another five players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's so much can happen. So many people can leave. And with the Saudi Pro League as well, you know, who know you don't know who they're targeting tomorrow, huh? Of course. So you don't know who's leaving, who's not. So I think it's sometimes it can be wise. So nobody can have excuses. Sometimes at the end of the season, if we make the predictions too early, end of season, you can, people can easily say, you know, well, you know, this is so-and-so left or so-and-so joined. So we don't want any excuses. So, yeah, I think it's a wise choice. Okay, so the thinking process behind this particular podcast episode, listeners, okay, is there's been a massive impact on the Premier League with foreign players. And I remember back in the early days when foreign players started coming in, you know, we had the likes and you probably had memories of one or two foreign players before the Premier League started. Yeah, Moby, you know. Ronnie Rosenthal, yeah? Mm. You could remember some of these players as well. Um, some from Man United as well. I think and- Andre Konchevskis actually existed. Was he before the Premier League? Okay. He was early. He was very yeah. early. Jesper yeah. Olsen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You had Ozzy Ardiles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rick Villa for Spurs yeah. as well. So a lot of these players. I mean, Ozzy Ardiles, a World Cup winner of 1978, yeah, yeah. playing for a Spurs team. Um, but this is before it, it became a thing where a lot of foreign players started coming into the Premier League. And obviously, since like 95, 90, even 92, but even when it started coming out in 95, 96, when you had the likes of Ravalendi coming in, Middlesbrough, Emerson, players like this, um, you know, Rude Hulley coming in, um, you know. Yeah, there's so many. So many, so many players that started uh, but, coming in. But that time, you know, when, you know, you, you talked about the likes of Ravanelli, yeah, Rude Hulley. It was a bit like the Saudi Pro League, you know, players coming at the end of the career yeah. for a little payday. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't want to say it was a payday or not, but it was yeah. more towards the end of the career just to experience it. Yeah. But obviously, as time, years went by, players were coming, you know, when they started their careers at the peak. Yeah. So those days, when the early 90s that you're referring to, it was more players coming into the foreign players coming in towards the end of the careers. Yeah, because obviously... I don't remember many coming at the peak at that time. No, yeah. not, not many, yeah, because La Liga was... Not La Liga, Serie A was the, the, the place, league, to place to be at that time. You know, it was it was the league until Premier League started becoming very popular with the broadcasting and money started pumping in as well. But, you know, just to put a bit of context related to why we have chosen this subject and rules, okay? So let's actually define what a foreign player is. Now... You know, we've discussed this and we have defined for the sake of this podcast podcast episode that a foreign player is any player from a country which is not England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, and also the Republic of Ireland, okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So the Republic of Ireland, we're also going to put in there. So, okay, so you know, if it was the Republic of Ireland, fantastic players would play for the Republic of Ireland, now, Roy Keane, so many players that have played for Republic One. So we're defining any player who are not from these uh, countries. So, I mean, tell us um thinking process behind this uh, podcast uh, theme. 
I think one of the things which I realize is we can't just solely go off stats here. Hmm? Obviously, stats are always going to be important, but I think it's what these some of these players did for their club, what they did for the Premier League, how they changed perception. Um, so even with my own list, it's not based on stats. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I'm in up front here. So if you're thinking, oh, this guy's got his numbers are rubbish, yeah? How can he make it into this guy's top 10? I'm not basing it on stats. Yeah, it's what, how I felt watching the, these individuals, what they did for their clubs, what they did for the Premier League. Yeah? Yeah, some of these figures are controversial as well. Yeah. You know, they probably are not popular choices. Yeah? But for me, you know, they were a joy. All of them were a joy to watch, that's for sure. Yeah? And, you know, I think they change Premier League in their own way. Some of these players played, uh, some of these players played for some lower clubs. They weren't, they're not necessarily, necessarily for the top four clubs or top six, you know. So, you know, some of them might be a surprise. How did you formulate your, your group? Yeah, look, I haven't seen your list as well. And this is a bit of a disclaimer as well, uh, listeners. And, you know, from one of the other episodes that we recorded, Rahul and I, um, we were talking about what was that subject we had about the Premier League? Uh, top, best, 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 11. Prem, best 11 in the Premier League, okay? So, similar to that, um, I don't know who's in your top 10, okay? And you don't know who's in my top 10 as well. But I would say, you know, just giving you some hints before we started recording on air, hell, yeah, is my list is predominantly from four or five clubs, okay? okay? Predominantly of four or five clubs. And at the end of this list, when we go and reveal our number one uh, foreign player, best foreign player in the Premier League era, um, and we've revealed and we've given our list. We're going to mention some honourable mentions as well. Now, if you go into any other website, you know, you go into any blog uh, article, usually what they do is they mention the honourable mentions at the beginning and then they give the list, okay? Mm-hmm. But for the sake of anticipation and excitement, we're not going to be revealing honourable mentions until the very end. Don't you agree? No, I totally agree. And I think, I think you know what? When we did the best Premier League eleven, you know, uh, best Premier League uh, eleven, I th- our list were like fairly similar. You know, we, it was easy to agree upon. But I think this one's gonna be a lot different for some reason. Yeah, I think I've got some players that you know you think, oh, how did this guy make it? And likewise, I think how did this guy make it from your list? I think it might, you know, the end part might be a bit challenging. Yeah, look, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible, okay? And when I was formulating this list, I was thinking, okay, like you mentioned, we're not going to make this a statistical, we're not going to make this a stat thing, okay? Um, You're going to be talking about uh, who you think, okay? It's not a personal thing, but it's more balance, isn't it? Yeah. Who you think has made an impact on on Premier League football. Yeah. An impact. Yeah. Okay? Whether it's a short period of time, a long period of time, whether it's by goals or trophies or whatever it is, Okay. And uh, who had an impact on influencing the game in the country? Yeah, but I guess, like I said, yeah, there's no right or wrong answer here. No, there well, isn't. Huh? There I mean, isn't. You know, it's, it's it's personal to you. Yeah, you know how you saw it. You know, mm. and I'm sure our listeners will have a very different list. Some may agree with us, some may disagree, and that's that's part of the beauty of this doing this podcast. Absolutely, you know, is to create debate, to create to create conversation. You know, yeah, agree, disagree. You know, 
that's the you know that's part of it. So you know, so yeah, so let let's get this going. Okay, so come on in. Okay, let's get this started. And again, I don't know who's in your list. Okay, yeah. so let's go from ten all the way to number one. Okay, okay, give me your your ten play tenth player on the list. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, go on. Okay, so the player I've gone for number ten, very controversial. Um. Probably didn't win much in the Premier League, okay? But he was full of drama. He was full of doing madness on the pitch. Yeah, I've got, but I've got a feeling. He was a great entertainer. I've got a feeling I know who he is. I've gone Go with Paolo Di Canio. Okay. That's my number 10. Mm. Stat-wise, you know, he probably didn't have... He was nowhere near, you know one of the higher ones. But that that was irrelevant in this context. You know, the things he used to do on a pitch, though, in footballing sense, he used to make people, you know... Stand up. Stand up. Mm. You know, that goal, I still remember he scored it's against. In that scissor kick. You yeah, know, yeah. It? Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was probably one of my favourite Premier League goals. Yeah, yeah. you know, also, you know, you... And the, the celebration. The celebration. Yeah, you know, yeah. Pushing over... And the referee. referee even though the referee dived. Yeah, but, you know, he was, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was full of everything, though. Eh? Yeah. You know, you know, he just, he'd make his own rules up. Yeah. You know, but the, you know, if you, if you ask Harry Redknapp and people like that who managed him, you know, they loved him, eh? mm. but they knew they just had to let him be. And, yeah, very controversial, but, it was pure entertainment. Yeah, look, you know what? I actually did think about Paolo Di Canio, okay? But I probably went a more orthodox route to you, okay? And so I didn't... He didn't make my cut, okay? I did think about him seriously. And I think... And personally for me, he had an impact as well because I loved watching him, okay? And, um, you know, I can appreciate... And look, I can disagree with some of your players or some of your picks and I will disagree with them when I'm thinking how the hell did this player make your top 10 but I do understand why you have chosen Paolo Di Canio and I'm not just agreeing with you for the sake of that but I actually believe that he was an extremely entertaining player I mean you know when you look at some of his old YouTube clips it does make you smile isn't it yeah when you look back in uh, nostalgia and stuff like that so yeah an interesting choice go on then at the same time if you remember you know, yeah, he had a controversy, no doubt. Yeah. At the same time, you know, he won the FIFA award. I remember when he, when he stopped play. Yeah. In the middle of a game, the keeper was down. He just caught, caught it from the cross. Fair play. Yeah, it's like a fair play award. Yeah. But you know, he had that side to him as well, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, a bit of he was enigmatic. Okay, in his personality, you can say mm-hmm. a lot of con- controversy that followed him around. Yeah. You know, like sure. you men- mentioned. Um, caused a lot of debate, loved him or hated, hated him as a person, you know, caused a lot of debate amongst people, very, very polarized uh, people's opinions about him. But I don't think anybody would ever take away from the fact that he was an unbelievably talented, okay, footballer, very technical on the pitch yeah, and extremely sure. influential and his teammates absolutely adored him and his managers. Yeah, no, he he you know he deserved respect from his players. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Who's your number ten? So my number ten, okay. Now look, I got I gotta mention something as well. You know, and I was actually gonna mention this, but good thing it came to me right now. You know, when we're looking at players, okay, and we're talking about top ten lists, usually what we do is sometimes we're too close to players who are playing right now. 
Yeah. Okay. So when we when we think about top ten list of the greatest players of all time, or for example, the greatest goals of all time, when it's something which is quite recent, we initially, you know, just dismiss it because we like to be nostalgic and look at mm. previous eras, isn't it? Okay. So sometimes we're too close to uh or the other way around. Or the other way around. We're we too far away. Far away yeah? yeah. But for me, okay, I had to choose for my number 10, uh, Mo Salah. Number 10? Yeah, for my number 10. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, look, I'm a Liverpool fan. You're a Liverpool fan. I can see by your reaction that you're thinking, why is he number 10? Okay, why? Probably, why is he not higher? Mm-hmm. And I've got an indication that you probably put him much higher on your list. Okay. Let's see. Um, but yeah, he is still, you know, at this stage. How long has he been at Liverpool, by the way? Like six like seasons? Six or seven seasons. Yeah. And, you know, at the moment, currently, and I don't want to make it a stat thing, okay? But 135 goals, okay? Uh, more than Hasselbank, you know, Anelka, Dwight York, Gerard, Wrighty, okay? Mm-hmm. So you've you've got him already. And what impact he had on at Anfield, okay? And on, on the footballing game. Mm or he has at the moment, has been quite phenomenal. And remember, at this stage, when you're playing um, against City, yeah, okay, and this City team is actually freakish, okay? It's not a normal time, okay, when Liverpool are competing 97, 98, whatever points, many, many goals and, you know, toe-to-toe. And um, in any other era, it probably would have bec- been, you know, but still competing, still they're impactful in terms of uh, Liverpool as well on the European stage. He's also, he's obviously not from a country which is renowned to produce great players. In the Premier League. In the, in the yeah. world, really. Yeah, not yeah. For me, he's from Egypt. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you don't get many players, you know, coming out and making it yeah. um, to that level. Huh? Yeah. You know, the, uh, I don't know, a handful of Egyptians who have, you know, probably come out. Yeah. Right? You know, El Neni, Zaki, that Wigan or somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember many yeah. coming out. So in that regard, yeah, you know, he's definitely. You can tell that you know he's worked at it. Yeah, you know, he's not just come. Uh, you know, yeah, work ethic in some. You know, work ethic, developing himself, training hard, and you know, proving for coming from that region. Like you said, it's not from Brazil or Argentina or some of the South American countries, even some of the countries in West Africa that are known for uh, producing, you know, uh, lots of footballing talent. But when it comes to North Africa, particularly Egypt, okay, like you mentioned, Mido, okay, didn't really have a huge impact. Yeah. Okay, yeah, some of the ones that are not known because from um, Ahli, Egyptian Cairo team, you know, the serial winners in the African Champions League. And people, maybe they're not as, uh, they didn't get, exported to the Premier yeah. League, okay? But what impact he had, you know, coming from Egypt as well, uh, has been huge. But his numbers also, you know, the nature of his goals. I mean, even, was it last season or the season before, the, that goal against Man City? Yeah, that was the season, I think, we won the Premier League. Was it the season we won the Premier League? Really? You know, it might have been... Last season? 
wasn't last season. There wasn't last season. Last season was the Holland season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, last season yeah. was the Holland show. It know. was the Holland show. But it was probably, yeah, the season before that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. When, when uh, we were going for the yeah, quadruple. I remember we did like back-to-back. The game four, did it against Watford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a brilliant player. So, he he was on my number 10, okay? And that yeah, would be... Yeah, I can be... see why he's number 10. But, yeah. You know. But why is he not higher? Well, let's see. We'll let's see. see. Okay. Because uh, it's hard to disagree with number, you know, Mo Salah making it to this. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. So I've got Mo Salah's number 10. Who's your number nine? My number nine is someone who is two times African Football of the Year. He's, he's been player of the year many times. He's won the Champions League. Uh, four times Premier League, Premier League winner. Four times FA Cup winner, three times English League Cup winner. Any guesses? Didier Drogba. Drogba. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, with Drogba, right, obviously he, he didn't come with a massive reputation. He came from Marseille, I think it was. Um, when, it was I think one of the first Mourinho signings when he first came Mourinho. And he kind of like, you know, he can tell that like, he wanted him. You know, he thought this is a you know, game changer. Initially, I was thinking, who is this Drogba? You know, yeah. I, I didn't know much about him for sure. So, you know, when, but you could quickly see the impact he had. He was never, I don't think he was like, I don't prolifically, prolifically, you know, great. He was, his numbers were good, Excellent. no doubt, yeah. no doubt. But like, but not, you can tell he was a leader yeah. for sure, big game player. Extremely, he always scored up. in a big He'll game. Turn up. Always scored in a big you game. You know, that, that Chelsea team that won the Champions League. Yeah. I'm not saying it was as bad as the Liverpool 2005. But they weren't expected to yeah, win. They were expected to win. Yeah. And, you know, Drogba equalised with that great header. Yeah. You know, gets a winning penalty. penalty. He gets a winning penalty. So he's a definitely... And how many times did he score in the FA Cup final? I don't know exactly how we've said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he's got some time. I'm, I'm not sure. You may have to correct me. We more. definitely know yeah. he's a big game player. Yeah. You know, people that we work with, they will tell you, you, yeah. know, they, you know, about Drogba, what he did, how he turned up. Which yeah. is true as well, though. Yeah. There's some players right now. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not. This not. We'd often bring Haaland in there. And Haaland, you know, since he's been a City, he's played in eight semi-finals or a final. You seen that the recent one? Yeah. But he's never scored in any of them yet. Yeah. But it's dropped about. Yeah. You know those. Yeah. Uh, I don't think even look into this. Yeah. His turn. He turns up. So you know, for me, I put Didier Drogba down at number nine. Okay. Interestingly enough, uh, Rahel, my number nine is also Didier Drogba. Really? Yeah. Um, I've got him as my number nine and for exactly the same reasons. Because when I think about Didier Drogba, what comes to mind as well, okay, you mentioned two characteristics. Number one is leadership. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was a leader. Okay. And number two, big game player. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And he wasn't easy to handle. No, no, no. You know? And that team as well, Chelsea, he was one of the main faces in that Chelsea yeah, team. he was part of the spine. Yeah, part of the spine. And, you know, um, as a player to have an impact on the Premier League, I don't think... I mean, look, I'm glad that we both agree that he made our top 10 as well because uh, I do believe whether we loved, liked him or hated him, not in terms of that... Well, he tormented Liverpool. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did so, torment no. Liverpool. But we're talking about from a football appreciation angle uh, that Didier Drogba had to be in that top 10 and he's in my number 9 too. Okay, Rahul, so who's who would be on number 8 on your list? 
My number eight is, again, uh, probably someone who won't make it on many people's top ten, but is someone who I thought made football sexy. Okay. You know, the things he used to do, I didn't see anyone doing it at that time. You know, some people will say, you know, he was a mentor to Ronaldinho. Any guesses? Janinho. No. We'll be back after a quick break. Crypto Unplugged. Hey, listeners, I'm Dr. Crypto, also known as Doc, the host of the Crypto Unplugged podcast. Crypto Unplugged is a weekly podcast where me and my co-host Oz give our opinions on the crypto space. We've been involved in crypto for many years, so we have a wealth of knowledge and expertise to share with new and seasoned folks. Our podcast is unplugged, meaning that we're honest and revealing about our personal highs and lows of our crypto journey. We've also interviewed a range of special guests from up-and-coming projects to experienced crypto personalities, and our goal is to bring the most up-to-date and relevant information to our community of listeners. So if you're interested in learning more about crypto, or if you just want to hear about two guys talk about their love of crypto and their views, then be sure to check out Crypto Unplugged. We're available on all major podcast platforms. Crypto Unplugged. Another Brazilian? No. A mentor to Ronaldinho, yeah? Possibly. Okay, go on. When they were both at PSG, though. When they were both at PSG. Oh. He moved on very quickly because Ronaldinho kind of took, took his place at PSG, kind of. Okay, go on. Um, you got me intrigued now. He was that good. They named him? Twice. Twice. JJ Okocha. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah, he yeah. Play, played. Um, he was at PSG. Really? Yeah, okay, he, was at, he was at PSG. Yeah, I don't know how Big Sam pulled yeah. that one off. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So, so when Ronaldinho was coming through, eh? mm. he was you know he, the kind of said he mentored him and everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, and look at the career Ronaldinho went to have on. But the things JJ used to do, though, you can see similarities. Yeah, you know, he made you know. You no, know, CR7 came and did the whole chops and flicks and everything. But JJ was doing all that those days. Yeah. You know. Better. If, if not better. Huh? better. You, know, you know, he had an end product, you yeah. know. He, and, and he was doing a team like Bolton, though. You know, big northern team, you know, big Sam, defensive football. But he was different. You know, obviously, his numbers, may again, may not be great for, for entertainment values. 10 out of 10. For entertainment, I could put him in number one. For entertainment. Yeah. You know, the things he used to do. And, you know, so um, I don't think he might not make it for a lot of people. Some people have probably forgotten they even played in the Premier League. But for me, like I said, this one may be a bit personal, but at the same time, I do think that he actually, he was one of the first in terms of, you know, that kind of player who had the showboating everything to play in the Premier League. In that, to that, and, you know, we have, there's other players there, you know, like Zola and others who had it, but they came towards the end of the careers. You know, Janino was there, obviously, as well. You know, some people might put him in the top 10. Um, but for me, JJ was just different. 
I loved him. Yeah, you know, when you're talking about JJ, I'm sitting here, you know, Okocha, I'm sitting here and actually smiling, okay? Because that's how, <laughs> you know, when I watch JJ Okocha, when you see him play, you're smiling all the way out. Uh, honestly, because the type of stuff that he would do on the ball, okay, that rollover, step, faint rollover, yeah. you know, with rolling the ball over his foot, then step and rollover as well. No one normally could do this better than no. JJ Okocha. Okay. He, and, he did in the world stage as well. Yeah, he did in the world stage. Nigeria. 94 World Cup. World Cup yeah. uh, 98 World Cup, I think it was, yeah? 94. 94. Really? Was he playing 94 World Cup? I think it was 98. Are you sure? You know, yeah, the, yeah. You know the great was, Nigerian team? Yeah, in 96, they won the Olympics against Brazil. We okay, might have to check. We, we, guys. we might have to check that one. Yeah, out, yeah. But yeah. Okay. 94, there was only one or two players that were really impactful for Nigeria. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't on him? No, it wasn't him. He came in later. He was 98. Yeah, Perhaps. From, yeah. From what I remember, I'm, I'm, I'm like sort of... Sort okay, of, yeah, uh, yeah, but he's yeah. definitely on the world stage. Yeah, we're definitely on the world stage, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, great player. Great yeah. player. You know, entertainment-wise. You know. So, yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I, I do understand the choice. You know, I was actually thinking of a similar player on my one. Okay, but... Then I just went, like I said, my list was a slightly more, perhaps more orthodox than yours, okay? Mm-hmm. So you've got down as your number 10, um, you've got down Palo de Cano, yeah. Sheffield, Wednesday, West Ham. Yeah. Okay, those are the two major clubs that he played yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you've got also for your number nine, Didier Drogba for yeah. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And for your number eight, you've got JJ Okocha yeah. for Bolton Wanderers, yeah. yeah? So you've got three clubs and two of those... Uh, are players, not your traditional. Are not your traditional top uh, teams, but yeah. what impact they had. Yeah. Okay. So I understand that. Now, for me, for in my number eight, perhaps people are probably saying, "Okay, why is he so low?" Or maybe people may not even have him on this list because he's such an unassuming type of person. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that would be David Silva. Great player. Yeah. Great player. Now, David Silva has won everything. Unfortunately, he didn't win the Premier League. Actually, mm-hmm. I can't say unfortunately. I was a Liverpool fan. But for him, mm-hmm. he didn't win the Champions League. But Champions for League, yeah. Spain, he's won you know World Cup. He's won a European Championship. Okay, Premier League um, four times. FA Cup, League Cup. Um, you know, and his peers, I think they used to call him Merlin. Okay. Okay. Merlin the, the Wizard. Yeah, Merlin the Wizard. Mm-hmm. Okay, because he was just an outstanding uh, playmaker. And you don't get many playmakers in that number 10 role, mm-hmm. uh, like a magician type of role who's pulling the strings as well. And his peers, you know, we're talking about two of the greatest football players of all time who played at, at, you know, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Xavi and uh, Iniesta, what yeah. they rated about him as well. I mean, Iniesta mentioned that he pulls the strings on the pitch. Brilliant footballer. Okay, great movement. He can do everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, words to that uh, effect. And Xavi as well, you know, talking about how spectacular footballer he has been throughout his career. Yeah. Well respected. But the thing about David Sil- Silva, what, you know, what gets to me as well, is he makes such an impact on the game, or he made such an impact on the games that he was playing in without being so... Blase, you can say, mm-hmm. yeah. And when I say he's unassuming, maybe it's just his personality or his persona or his the perception of what people have of him. Um, you know, he's just un, under there. He's a maestro pulling mm-hmm. the strings and things like that. 
And remember, this was a Man City team that came and just took the, the league by storm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for him also, he played. Can you believe how long he played for? For City? How long? 10 years. Was it 10 years? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So he played for, for 10 years. From my understanding, he played for 10 years. I'm just looking at that as, as well. Yeah. From 2010 Imagine. all the way to 2020, he played 10 years for Man City. Imagine Rafa Benitez followed through and signed him at that time when he was linked. Exactly, because we, there was talk. I know you remember that. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. time, isn't it? We were talking about David Silva. Yeah. And then, I don't know, there was Gareth Barry discussion as well. Then, and then yeah. the rest is uh, history, isn't it? Yeah. So my, my number eight would be David Silva. Definitely. No, a player, no. you got to admire. Have seen you got a statue? They have, right? Or David Silva? I'm not sure. Have they not? Yeah, me personally, I'm not into like uh, people having statues of people, players who are, are currently playing. Yeah, you can't play, play. but some yeah, clubs but they need to create yeah. their own history. Yeah, no, you know? but that guy deserves it. Yeah, 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 you know, great player. You know, World Cup winner, European yeah. Championship winner with Spain, yeah. integral part. Yeah, or, you know, or, you know, those winning teams. You know, clearly at that time, there's so many great. Spanish players who were playing in that position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, Santi Cazola, all these lot as well. Yeah, but yeah. he was always ahead of all these lot. Yeah, yeah. Fabregas as well. Fabregas. Yeah. So he was always a step ahead. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah, I, I agree. Totally agree. Okay. So that's my. Now, who's your number seven? My number seven, you know, um, someone who I think by default goes into the list, eh? but it was me just trying to work out what number he comes in. You know, I definitely, it's not one of them I had to like, you know, chop and change. You know, um, I put in Sergio Aguero, you know, for obvious reasons. But even he was part of, he was, for me, he was like, he kind of kicked off the whole city revolution. You know, the, you know, know, the first famous Martin Tyler commentary that, you know, I don't know how many times we're going to hear that till this this day. You know, the whole Aguero goal, you know, um, five time you know, English uh, Premier League winner. FA Cup winner, six-time League Cup winner. You know he's won, won it all in England. Obviously, it's a shame, really. You know, so you know, so, you know, you know, some players you actually want them to do well. You know, his career deserved the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't get it. Same as you know, might as well have but, a dig at Gerard as yeah. well. Never won a Premier League. Yeah. Deserved it, but didn't win it. But Aguero is one of those players that didn't win the Champions League, and uh, you know you actually feel for him a little bit. Perhaps that's why he went to Barcelona, yeah. thinking he might win it. But you know, health issues. Then he had health issues, you know, because, yeah, but a great player for me, you know, um, legendary Premier League player. Yeah, now that, he's your number seven, right? Seven. Yeah, so guess who my number seven is? No, you can't say the same one. Sergio Aguero. Wow. Yeah, Sergio Aguero as well. And, um, you know, looking back at that, because remember, this is recent history, talking about David Silva, yeah, we're yeah. talking about. Mohamed Salah, I'm talking about Sergio Aguero as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, the the city's highest uh, scorer. Yeah. Okay, like you mentioned, he kick-started that. Okay, so they won the first Premier League. And how many Premier Leagues did he win off, um, in his career? Uh, six. Six. Okay, yeah, six. so to win six Premier League titles are having a massive impact on that City team. Okay, one of the highest... Goal scorers in Premier League history yeah. we're talking about, yeah? yeah. I think, um, yeah, he's fifth after Alan Shearer, Harry Kane, Wayne Rooney, Andy Cole, 
Okay, these are British players. He's the highest foreign. He, if you look at his ratio, yeah. Oh, sorry to cut you off. Um, he played two hundred seventy-five times in Premier League. Yeah, scored one hundred eighty-four. That's like what two two goals every three games. Yeah, that's uh, not bad return, is it? Not not bad at all. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. Prem, in Premier League, like seventy-five percent of what is it? But yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he, just to look, he's the highest goal scorer of any foreign player. Oh, is that, is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Look, so you've got Alan Shearer, yeah. Harry Kane, yeah. Wayne Rooney, Andy Cole. Okay. All British players, players uh-huh. yeah? All English players, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then you've got Sergio Aguero. Okay? That just sums it up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, no. You know, it's hard not to put him in. Played in, what, three World Cups? Yeah, played in three World Cups. Three World Cups, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and there was talk as well, because at that time when we signed Luis, Suar- uh, Luis Suarez as well, before we bought Andy Cole, I was thinking, okay, Man City played thirty-seven million for him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we paid thirty-five million for Andy, Andy Cole, Andy and Carole. it wasn't Andy Carroll. Andy, sorry, Andy Cole, Andy Carroll. Yeah, they were bad at each other, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but one, this one, yeah. But yeah. anyway, so we had Andy Carroll there, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, I was remember speaking to a friend of mine as well, and I was thinking they paid thirty-seven, and he he could have been available. I mean, he came from Athletic uh, Madrid, Madrid that time, yeah. yeah. He would have went to Liverpool. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could have went to Liverpool. But, you know, this is one of those could have, if, buts, whatever. Uh, you know, I I really like him as a player. And I really like him no, as a personality. You as know, well. because he wasn't like, a, he wasn't one of them. He had a, he seemed like he, you know, he lived his life, you know, you know, yeah. you know as a sportsman, generally, yeah, yeah. very private. Yeah. You know, he never used to see him like, yeah, you know, it's not in the media for the, the wrong media reasons. For, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of things to like about him, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you know, when he first came, you know, when Liverpool were no near, yeah. even winning or anything. Yeah. yeah. So he he bought me a lot of joy. Yeah, yeah, he did. When he was destroying other teams. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. when, when I mean, that was one of the happiest moments in my life. Yeah. Okay, that Aguero goal. Yeah, because of United, yeah. United, of you know, yeah, it was celebrating, but it was theirs. Chewing the, chewing the gum yeah, it was theirs. Like, uh, it was theirs. Yeah, yeah, so it was theirs. Yeah. Of course, now you know that rivalry has become so intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at that time, that's what we had to live on, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, number six, uh, Rahel. Okay, my number six is someone who made it into our all-time best foreign players in the Premier League. Okay. Um, any guesses? You know, I could have the same player, okay, but it may be n- numbered higher, so I'm not sure, and I don't want to, you know, take a guess and then probably just, you know, uh, give yeah, it away. Yeah, his numbers were fantastic. Okay, in the Premier League, played yeah. over 300 games, but he won like numerous individual and you know team awards for sure. You know, um, player of the year many times. You know. He's won two Premier League titles. Um, he's won the Europa League twice, English FA Cup, um, all kinds of awards. Individual, you know. I think he, I think he's the only player. You know how there's English um, awards at the end, uh, PFA player, the football writers, and the one more. Yeah, the, he, he done the. He I, took the he, clean sweep. He did a clean sweep of all three. I think. I think he's the only one. You wait for done. cup. He won. Yeah, he didn't win the Champions League. Yeah, so we probably don't got the right. Okay, team. go on. Tell me who this guy is. I've got Eden Hazard. Okay. So you haven't got the same one, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, so you know, again, a player. Who... Did he not win the Champions League? 
With who? At Chelsea? Yeah. The, the famous Drogba. Um, was, was, he in that, was he in that team? I'm just, I, th- I think he left, you know, then. I might be wrong, but I'm fairly sure he left. Okay. So he didn't win the Champions League? No, he not not at Chelsea. He won okay. it, obviously, at Real Madrid. Yeah. He won it at Real Madrid, but I think he left Chelsea by okay, then. Fair then enough. Okay. When, you know, Drogba was there. Yeah. So he didn't do that um, at Chelsea. Okay, um, so you 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 really love this player, don't you? I know, I know, you know what it is. No, I'm not saying I, that, but you, you yeah, I'm, but I, yeah. no, I thought to be honest, he could have become one of the best in the world in yeah. terms of, you know, you got a Ronaldinho like, Messi like, yeah. but there's a lot of talk that you know he damaged his career. It was a bit, you know, he didn't. He said he's one of those players. If he wanted like self sabotage, if, if he thing, wanted yeah. to turn up, he could turn up. He, he was that confident in his own ability. He didn't need to train, that kind of thing. You know, with the great players who made it to the top, your Messi's and all these, you hear about the training program, how much effort they put in. Yeah. Hence, they are still playing and longevity and all the things, how they look after their body and all that stuff. But he was totally opposite. You know, he destroyed his career when he went to Real Madrid. You know, a lot of it's due to, you know, his own fault probably as well. I'm not saying it's all of it's his own fault, but he should have been the next big thing. He was like the player, you know, supposed to replace Ronaldo. Um, you know, when he left for Juventus, he's a great player for me, but he destroyed Liverpool many times. Eh? Yeah, you know, so many times. You know, left, you know, Carragher and all our defenders on the backside a lot of yeah. times. You know, um, but, you know, I if he wanted to, he could turn up for sure. And for me, for me, um, in the Premier League, he was there for a good number of years. So, you know, it's not just one or two seasons. He did it season in, season, season out. So, yeah. For me, he makes it into my top 10 for sure, yeah, at number six. Okay, so, yeah. And now, it's understandable. And I do remember now when you're talking about um, doing a quick, clean sweep of all of the awards um, and what an impactful season he did have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when he used to come off the bench, I remember there was a particular game, Liverpool played Chelsea, and he came off the bench, yeah? Yeah. I can't remember who won that match, but I think we were in a good position in that game. And then he came on and just changed the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and um yeah, a brilliant player in Nazar. For me, my number six will be Yapstam. Yapstam. Yeah. Now he only stayed at Man United for three seasons, okay? But I'm talking about having an impact and what type of defender he was. I mean, I think he was what the greatest defender in during that generation, one of the greatest, yeah? Defenders in that generation. I will still say to this day, yeah, he's the best defender probably I've seen in the Premier League. Okay. And remember, did we both have him in our no, Premier League? We, no. Did we kick we him out? Oh, because we of, couldn't though. Because, of the, oh, because, because of the rules. Yeah, so, because of the know, rules. Okay. Well, actually, you know, if, if there was no rules, I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd choose my best Premier League. You know, I'd put him up there probably ahead of Van Dijk and ahead of everyone yeah, else. Yeah, I would as well. But surprisingly, you know what? He was only that Man United for three seasons. Yeah, but he was so, you know what it is? Yeah. He was big. Remember, yeah, he was big. Tall, but he was so calm but he was ball. never a disadvantage. You know, some of the big players, yeah, not yeah, fast, not mobile, around, anything. Yeah. But he could do everything, though. Yeah, great player. And he was so calm on the board. You know, like Van Dyke, isn't it? When Van Dyke first came in, and you know, calm as you like. You yeah. Know? But yeah, for me, it will be Yapstab as my number six. And I don't think there's a need for me to elaborate further. Yeah. Um, on Yapstam. So yeah, he will be my number six. Yeah. Um... So you're number five. My number five is somebody 
we don't really have to say too much about in terms of numbers. You know, his numbers speak for himself. He was a great player at this club, for sure, but he had a better career when he left. Um, when numerous went on, to, this club will probably claim that they made him who he was. Okay, are you talking about Luis Suarez? No. Okay. I'm not. Similar, similar mold. Yeah? He went on to have a better career when he left the club. A much better career. Yeah, much, much better. You know, okay. uh, so ten, by tenfold. Eh? By tenfold. So you're talking about Ronaldo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, you still remember, obviously, you know, how good he was. You know, he was, he, I can't, you know, I said, I'm, as much as I used to hate him back then. Eh? Yeah. But you admire him. I admired him, eh? yeah. for sure. I was, you know, in the, in the debate between Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why, I was, I was a Ronaldo fan. Me too. Yeah, even though he was at United, even, those even years, though, even though, but uh, I admire these professionals. The yeah, only, the only reason why I switched was after that Piers Morgan interview. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, and his behavior in Morocco. Yeah, well, you know, that's, you know, that's yeah. it's too late to switch at yeah. that age. You know, yeah. there's no point switching when the guys. Yeah, his career but then finished. obviously because also like Messi coming because in the World it, Cup, because, yeah. because you just knew how much effort the guy put in to he, to become what he became from. Yeah. You know. Uh, great player, you know. United he was a great player for sure. You know, won numerous awards and stuff. But initially, you can see though how he developed when he first came. Yeah, he had the showboating and everything, but you know, it was awful sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah, but yeah. then he became you know a lot, lot better. And then obviously, you know, from there he went on, on to Real Madrid and you know took it to another level. So yeah, for that reason, he comes in. Perhaps if he was there a lot longer. You know, yeah. he could have been easy to be number one. Yeah, yeah. And probably would have been number one. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't do as much at United as he did. Uh, obviously, you know, clearly, you know, by tenfold, he was a lot better at Real Madrid and, you know, won numerous awards there and all his, you know, international awards and stuff. And he came at Real Madrid, he wasn't at United. So for that reason, he comes in number six. Okay. Um, for my number, that's your number five. Number five, sorry, number five. Yeah. Number five. Okay, so my number five would be uh, Patrick Vieira. Okay. He yeah. Made into the top ten. Yeah, he did make him my top ten. Look, the point is, I was thinking about that team, yeah, and I was thinking initially that Patrick Vieira did he actually play in the Invincibles uh, team, yeah. Now, Arsene Wenger, he won in under in twenty seasons. He won three Premier League, uh, three Premier Leagues, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, 97, 98. Okay, then the one after that as well. And then the Invincibles one. I think three or four. Okay. But Patrick Vieira was there during the Invincible period as well. Mm-hmm. Initially, you know who I was going to pick? I was no. going to pick Gervaso Silva. Okay, okay, ahead of him. Ahead of Patrick Vieira. No. Because more recent memory I had of him. I absolutely loved Gervaso Silva. I thought he was a brilliant player. He was. But then... I came to my senses. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I clearly came to my senses and I put Patrick Vieira down. Okay. He was a captain as well. He was a captain, right? leader. He came as a young player as well. And, you know, sometimes you forget how long he was at Arsenal. He actually did stay in Arsenal for a long time. Yeah, he went to Juventus, but he had absolutely won, achieved everything, you know, apart from the European he, uh, honours. And that's not his fault. That's just Arsenal. But, you know, what an impact he had on that leadership, battles, you know, for me, yeah, you know that you know, the debate between Keane and Vieira. Yeah, for me, Keane was much not Keane. Sorry, Vieira was a much much better player as a player. As a player, he yeah. had a lot more to his game. Yeah. He could run with the ball. Yeah, you know, he could shoot. He's passing. You know, he, he's dangling legs. You know, he just, yeah, you know, you can see. You know, 
the way he's run with it, and he could take players on. You know, he's a lot, lot better technically. I thought than sorry than King. Sorry, um, yeah, he was instrumental for the you know whilst at Arsenal winning the World Cup '98. Yeah. You yeah. know, he was in that fans team. Yeah, it's a great player. He he actually was in my top ten. But you know, but numerous I want to chop and change the top ten. My top. So 10. he didn't make your top ten. He didn't make my top ten. Okay. He was in it, then I'd take it in and out. So he, he Patrick Vieira did not make your top ten. Yeah, but like I said though, you uh, know, Arsenal Arsenal fans, are you this are you listening to this? Yeah. You know Patrick <laughs> Vieira did not make Rahul's all time foreign players top ten. Yeah. I, I, you see, I, I'm just you know, but like I said at the beginning though, yeah, I did put him in by talking about but like I said, I had to choose some players from you know just like I said, you know, my. I, I, to be honest with you, you know, I don't. You know, I don't yeah. you're JJ Okacha, okay. you're I, I don't know how you justify it, that. Yeah, but I said, you know, like I said, though, some, yeah. of the, some of them were like personal to me. Yeah, okay. The, well. See, that's the type of excuse that I would use by putting. No, that's the personal yeah. to me, though. But I thought that they changed the Premier League, though. You know, the, yeah. uh, the, the things they bought to Premier League, the. You know the all the attention, the showboating, the the, the okay. canio doing mad, doing madness. But on the pitch, he could do madness as well in a good way. Yeah, and often he'll do madness as well. You know, so you have to look at these things, these factors as well, though. But I wanted to put a range of different players as well. Okay, you know, you should. We can't just, you know, if you just if you just go off like you know the guys who won the most. Eh? No, it's not about winning the most. We're talking about impact. Impact. Okay? No, Vieira. No, yeah. I'm not disagreeing really, and I can. I, you know, yeah, it can go I, both ways. It can go both ways. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Yeah, it's all subjective. It's all subjective here, and you know, um, if you, if some people had them on number one, I wouldn't I wouldn't say the mad. I would not say the mad. Eh? Mm. You know, I can see why you can justify him being number one. So it's not a this ain't a dig at Arsenal in any way. I know you I know you what you're trying to create here. Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> yeah, you know, because we got some you know close Arsenal friends. Eh? You know, but. I'm happy to debate it, though in the staff room. I don't really care. Eh? Okay. Know? No, no, no. Look, you know, in all fairness, I do understand that. Okay. Like I did tell you, no, I was mentioning earlier, he wasn't actually initially in my top 10. Okay. I chose Gilberto Silva over him. But then um, I just came to my senses. But remember, look, I do appreciate this. I'm, you know, stirring a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to entice some type of uh, listeners and this. But for me, yeah, it would be uh, Patrick Vieira. Okay, countdown now. Okay, so who's your number four? Number four is someone, you know, we've already, he's, he came, he made it into your top 10. Um, he finished 10th. I don't know why he finished 10th, but, you know, I've got him as fourth. So okay. it's Mo Salah. Okay. You know, in terms of the numbers and stuff, we don't even talk about it, to be honest with you. You know, his numbers speaks for themselves. And, you know, for me... Like um, what where he came from to where he is now, you know, he was a complete flop at Chelsea, as you know. Yeah. So for a lot, of, lot of individuals that would be not forget this. Eh? You know, I don't belong at the world stage. You know, so you know he went to Fiorentina, Roma, and so, but he always felt like he had a point to prove, eh? and you know he wants to come back and show. The Premier League, you know, he's a lot better than what he, what, you know, what people perceived here. Yeah, obviously, yeah, even though his numbers were not bad when he signed from Roma, but even at those days, like 35 million people were thinking it's a lot. 
Yeah, because you know he's probably we're probably going off his reputation at Chelsea. You know, has he got the mental strength? Has he got the ability? Can he hack it? You know, in that level, you know, Premier League on the best, probably the best league at the time. So, but he came, he came back, and you know, everyone was saying at the beginning what they were saying one season wonder. Yeah, you know, but he's been I think seven seasons now. He's had a finish. For, I think he has he ever finished below second top scorer ever. Has he? No, I don't think so. I think only the last last season, season third, yeah. right? Even yeah. then, that was that, that was that was a poor season, and that was his worst season. And he still scored nineteen. I don't know how many goals. But yeah. one of the things I think, I think, yeah, you know, I know we've spoken about it a lot. For me, he's changed his game a little bit. Maybe Klopp's asking. He's his he, more senior role, more senior role, and he's like he's, the link up play. His assist numbers now are crazy. Yeah. He's one of the best. Yeah. And the way I don't. Obviously, we're recording this second week of the Premier League 23-24 um, season, right? But did you see that recent interview um, the Premier League did with him? And they, no. you know, for about the fantasy football, you must have seen it. No, no, no. They asked him, you know, who would you advise to, to be? I'm paraphrasing, obviously here. Who would you advise to? Um, who'll finish? Who'll get the most points of the fantasy football this year? He said, Mo Salah. Yeah, the confidence. Yeah, the confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, you know, who, who do you think is going to, you know, basically, they asked about four or five questions, who would you pick? And it's Mo Salah. He said Mo Salah with all of them. Eh? Yeah. You know. No, but I admire that confidence. You know, that's the thing. So, yeah. like, you know, it's just crazy. He, you know, he, he knows. He's that what, sure about his ability. Your ability. Yeah, and he, everything. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. obviously he's made some predictions in the past that he's going to do this, he's going to do that, and he hasn't happened. Yeah. But he shows how much he believes in himself. You know, so he's a great player. Sorry. I've yeah. been spoken about him a lot anyway already. No, okay. And, um, yeah, so he's your number four, yeah? Number four. For now, my number four, I'm not going to talk about him. I actually didn't have him in the list, but I put him in the list the last moment. Okay, is Ronaldo. Okay. okay. I've got Ronaldo. You weren't going to even put him in the list. I wasn't going to put him on my list. But then, then he made it number three. No, then he made it to number, number, number four. four. Yeah. You aren't going to have him at all. I won't going to have him at all. Then why did he not come in number 10 then, if you're going to have him at no, all? No, no, no. There's, there's a thinking process behind this. It's because either you rate him highly or he's not there at all. Okay? Okay. Now, he's still achieved a lot. Okay? Mm-hmm. He has still achieved a lot. And yeah, I know you're talking about, about that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. He's gone, he went on to 10x's career when he went to Real Madrid, but still a phenomenal uh, player while he was a uh, thing. The thing is that we remember this ugly curly head Spotty teen, yeah, when he came on, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Manchester United showboying and stuff like that. But he developed his game, you know, and he, and towards his late part of his Man United career, yeah, okay, and he trained hard, he became a physical specimen, okay, and he started really putting in the numbers in the last couple of seasons as well. So, yeah, he will be on my number four, okay. So, countdown from number three now, let's go, okay. Um, my number three, I think we're going to be sharing a lot of these. My number three, oh, he was someone I hated at the time. I know who he is. I hated him. Yeah, I know who he, he is. He actually made football cool. You know, there's not many players, you know, would inspire kids how to dress or to wear clothes a certain way. You know, in the, in the, in the schoolyard. Yeah. They, you know... Who would celebrate? Uh, you know, want to celebrate the way he does? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I remember in, in Manchester. Uh, I'm from Manchester, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. kids. You know, you know, singing his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Obviously, it's Eric Cantona. 
I thought he made like football cool. Yeah. You know, he like put the colors up. Yeah. You know, kids were doing it. He's not just on a pitch, yeah. walking around with the colors up. Exactly. You know, he just he made football cool. You know, he had that aura about him, the way he celebrate when he did that, you know, that little chip yeah. and you know that or he's looking into the Yeah, it just you know he just made football cool, but he was like the spark of that, you know, you know, Ferguson era as well. Yeah. You know, imagine he wasn't there. You know, he changed he changed that club. Yeah. You know, the captain, you know, you know, I don't know why Lee's let him go, but he, you know, why didn't they keep him? Yeah. You know, they let him go and yeah. Fergie maybe took a pun with him, you know, with everything, but he, but Fergie was great with man management, so he probably knew he could get the best out of him, and he changed that club for me, and he was the spark of United's you know, revolution, if you want to call it that. Uh, yeah, so great player. I hate him, but it's hard to deny him his rights. Yeah, uh, no, uh, I agree with everything you said about this player. I agree with everything you say regarding your choice as a number three. Okay, so my number three would be Dennis Bergkamp. Wow, okay. Okay, yeah. I love Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, okay, yeah. absolutely adore his cool, calm, cool as a cucumber. His touch was phenomenal. Brilliant player. Had such an impact. He was actually... Now we were talking about players who came in at the peak. Okay, to the Premier League. And remember, mm. he came out in 96. Think, yeah, 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 yeah. I think he's probably one of the only players who have come at their peak during that time yeah. to the Premier League from Inter Milan, Inter from Milan, a yeah. top club. Roy, Roy Hodgson managed him, didn't he? Yeah, Roy Hodgson managed him <laughs> Inter Milan with <laughs> yeah. Roberto Carlos and yeah, yeah. Paul Lintz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can you believe that? But yeah, so um, it would be Dennis Bergkamp. And, you know, what he did against Leicester... I've still remembered my favorite goal of all time, okay, in the World Cup, of all time in the World Cup. I'm talking about as an individual goal. I guess Holland. Yeah, is Dennis Bergkamp's goal. Yeah. yeah, the way he took it down. Yeah, the way he took oh. it. Touch, three touches. Well, it was last 16, uh, was it? Last 16, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it still gives me goosebumps when I watch that. Uh, even if it's in a Dutch commentary or if it's Barry Davis's commentary that he's doing it, it gives me goosebumps. The, 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 what he did to uh, Davis's. Yeah, there you go with that little flick that just turned it, turned it around. Oh. I mean... You know what it is? Even though yeah. he's not made into my top 10, but yeah. I totally get why you put him in. Yeah. At the same time, let me throw something into here as yeah. well, right? Yeah. Do you think he'd make it into top three if Arsenal's all-time foreign players? I'm just saying, if you ask Arsenal fans, what do you think they'd put him in top three? I think... Because I think, you've got your Henri's, your Vieira's, all yeah, these... Yeah, like, yeah, Would make it, Sanya, he, yeah. He'd probably make it into three, though. And like, would they even put him in, like, as them... You know what it's an you interesting, don't about? It's an interesting question, that is, because for us, when we look at them externally, it's like, you know, we have appreciation for a lot of players who, you know, from other clubs as well, yeah? yeah. But internally, you may not like the player a lot, okay? yeah. yeah. Um, or it's not not liking the player. The old Arsenal fans love him. Yeah, okay, yeah. but I do understand your question, and actually that's an interesting one. I think I'm gonna no, to... some people will put like Robert Pierce before him. Yeah, I wouldn't. Eh? Yeah, no, but some, maybe maybe even, even some fans, Arsenal fans would because they're closer to that and they may have an understanding why. They've got yeah, and that's what I'm saying. He won't even make it into their top three foreign players. Yeah, possibly. You know that possibly, but I think you know how how I think that's something that we should ask. I think we should our, ask that, you, know, you know and just ask some of the Arsenal fans, uh, the guys that we know. Okay, and just ask them about who their opinion or who would who would be in your top five Arsenal yeah. players, foreign players of all time. But that is an interesting point as well because probably if we flipped it around and asked, you know, had the same thing, 
then who would be in our foreign yeah. noble thing, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I think I think the main thing we're trying to be honest here and be fair. Yeah, this give have... rights to the players who actually deserve it yeah. in their own way. Yeah. Uh, like I said, even though he's not in my top ten, but again, a great player. I loved him. So you basically, you know, thrown shade at two Arsenal legends. Yeah. Vieira and Burkamp. Yeah, but then, you know, wow. then then okay, wow. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wow. It's coming, it's coming. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I know that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So, I, you know, you know. Okay. So, number two. Number two. Any guesses without me saying anything? Um, your number two. I'm not going to mention number one. I don't. I think I know who your number one is. Okay, number two. Go on then. Your guess for number two. No, I don't. You know that. Yeah. No, I don't. I think I put him up too high. Yeah. But it's what he did to me for me. And what he did and what he went on to become. Okay. I thought Luis Suarez. Really? Number two. Okay. No, even though you know what it is? Yeah. Again, it's similar to Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. You know, but I thought his even though he was on three and a half years, yeah. and you know, he had obviously had a bit of controversy towards the end and stuff. But what, the way those three and a half years were probably some of the best I've seen a foreign player play in the Premier League. You know, those three and a half years. Yeah. You know, the way, the what he used to do. You know, you know. So we've, we've talked about it before. You know, some players used to just make you uh, just stand up and think, wow. Eh? Yeah, you know, you, for me, he was obviously in terms of what he could do for a team was better than Gerard and all these lot. Uh, you know, much better than, you know, if I, even if I'm just looking from a Liverpool perspective, better than Torres, eh? Gerard, you know, Salah, anyone, eh? those couple of years he had, eh? he's probably scored the best hat trick I've ever seen mm, in in the Premier League. I don't know, I don't know. Even like I'm just saying, the like, top of my head, I can't. Yeah, that gets Norwich. I mean, that, phenomenal, that, phenomenal. That, yeah, he was Norwich by getting that. But, but did he score a hat trick? Did he score four goals in that match, by the way? Or was that, that the, match the, 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 the famous hat trick that we were on about? That was the hat trick. Yeah, it was just a hat trick. But, but then he scored four, four against Notre Dame. So there are bangers as well. Yeah. Well, that hat trick which we referred to. Oh, oh, yeah. oh outside of the box, outside of the box, half free body. and free kick, and the free kick. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, you, know, you don't yeah. score a hat trick like that. It doesn't happen every day. No, it Not many people yeah. do. You get yeah, one or two good goals. Yeah. The third goal is like a tapping or something. But that hat trick was is crazy. He used to do stuff. He, you know, he tormented defenders. You know, I know it's a bit of a nostalgic one. It's probably, probably he won't make it as number two for many people. He probably won't make it even number two in top 10 for many people. Yeah. But this is one I had to like a little bit throw in. But... I feel it can be justified at the same time. It's not just a Liverpool thing. No, it can be justified. Okay, when you're talking about Luis Suarez, the guy with his nutmegs ricochets off the place. The thing is, we knew how good he was, though. Yeah. Look at what he did when he went on to Barcelona. We knew that was going to happen. He outshone Messi and Ronaldo, numbered a couple of times. I think twice. And Neymar as well. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he outshone them in numbers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, twice. So we knew how good he was. We knew. Because he played for a poor Liverpool team. Yeah. yeah? Okay. And, you know, it's Doug Leach's Liverpool at the beginning. And then, you know, Brendan Rodgers came in as well. But the way he he was a street street player. He was like a better version of Wayne Rooney. Oh, no, ten, like ten times, like in street footballer. Yeah, no, 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 ten times, ten better. times about. Yeah. Okay, uh, without a doubt. Yeah. Come on, nobody's going to even argue. The world stage or local stage. Yeah. Okay, uh, don't, don't 
mentioned on the same sentence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just letting you know, and it's not even an emotional thing. He's just a street footballer. He's a street footballer, yeah, yeah. you know. And the, the thing about I love about Suarez is winning at all cost mentality. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is, okay? Did you hear that story There's something about I call the B factor. Okay. Did he? You know that's you know how you said. Sorry, mm. just, I, I'll, I'll throw this little um, little story. In. You know how you said he's winning at all costs. You know the yeah. story about the boots. Yeah, what's that? Basically, he had like a foot injury, yeah, you know, which his foot was swollen up, and so they used to like you know see, for him to play, yeah, he used to actually cut his boots yeah, at the or back to make it a bit bigger. To, to, yeah, so he could at least yeah you know, fit, fit in, in yeah. yeah, and he would just not say anything, yeah. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? But you know what it is? What I like about Suarez, he's a player that everyone loves to hate. Yeah. Okay, that's what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the time, we were too good. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. meaning we're nice guys. Something I call the B factor. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, mention yeah. that right, right now, yeah? And for, for him, he was our B. Yeah, 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 Do you know what I'm trying to say? I love him because he was our... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? In that way. So, and sometimes you need that. And that's why Cantona's up there. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. I'm trying to I mean, be fair. Yeah, you, you have know, to. The, you know, Cantona put him... Yeah, how high you don't want him. Because, look, if you're looking at football manager or FIFA stats or, you know, like, for example, FIFA game, they don't have that B factor, mm. okay? If there was a B factor, Suarez would be a 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Eric Cantona would be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay? Sergio Guerra is nice. He doesn't have the B factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Romario would be a B factor. Yeah, Stoichkov yeah. would be a B factor. You don't know try to say mm-hmm. these guys. Maradona is a is a twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, without all costs. Yeah, yeah, of course. But the thing is, what I like about that is, you know, the gnarliness yeah. that he's got about him. Okay, and one of my people's beautiful. I still laugh at this, by the way, when you know David Moyes is making the comment. Okay, oh, when he about wasn't. diving. Okay? Yeah, before the match, and he goes straight up to him. He goes in front of his face. Okay, and he dives in front of yeah, his yeah. face, meaning he's sticking his finger, yeah. right, right in his face, and he's saying, "Look," but that's why I love Suarez. I think the thing is, though, mm. I think if he didn't get all that abuse, eh, he would have stayed a bit longer. He would have stayed longer. He would have stayed longer as well. I mean, they would have ended up at Barcelona at the yeah, end. Yeah, at the end. But, but I think he would have given at least another couple of seasons. seasons I think so, which yeah. is a shame. It's a shame. But I, you know, I, I do. He, he, I did think about him, and I'll mention him a bit later on as well. So he's not even in your top ten. No, he's not in my top ten. And he's one of my favorite Liverpool players of recent history. But look, I'm just trying to be as as unbiased as, as possible, looking at a whole host of factors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's your number two, yeah. Yeah. Okay, my number two. Okay, and I think I know. You know, we're going to maybe differ on this stuff. This thing is Thierry Henry. He's my number two. Um, I don't think I need to talk about Thierry Henry very much. Everybody knows about Thierry. Silky, smooth, you know, didn't smile when he's <laughs> celebrated. Yeah. But what a brilliant player. Again, this, he's one of those players that who had the awe. He had the awe. Yeah, you know, you didn't have to say much. Yeah. He didn't have to say much. He didn't need to say much. Yeah. But okay, he rem- left people behind. But you, what you got to remember, though, yeah. he was a failed winger. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, was converted by... Arsenal Wenger at yeah. Juventus. He had yeah. a poor couple of seasons at Juventus. You know, the Wenger saw something in him and just changed him. Yeah, he did change it. But after actually probably was... the probably the most feared player. Yeah. And I think Zidane even said it. He's the he's a player that he, who played the you know, they kind of said like you know, paraphrasing. Yeah, the, who had the most who played the beautiful game at his best. Yeah. Huh? All time. That's what he said. Yeah. But yeah. He made it because he made it look silky. He did, you know, a simple, 
You know what I mean? He made it look so simple. He though. did make it look so simple because I mean he was like a few steps ahead of anyone. Yeah. Okay. The it was touch, definitely it was ten steps ten steps ahead of Karaga. Karaga, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and also he was very versatile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what he could do in his ability as well. So plus you've seen like in like like various interviews how he used to say he used to take more pleasure in assisting. Yeah. Yeah, and creating. So goals he wasn't and selfish. Yeah, he wasn't. He clearly player. wasn't selfish. Yeah. Yes, I think he probably got the best out of players around him. You know, not a great player, you know, for sure. So he's my number two. Now I'm going to go to reveal who's your number one. My number one um, is, you know, revolved obviously. So Suarez was your number two, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Your number one is? My number one is Henri. Okay. For me. Yeah. Yeah. For me, forget foreign. I think he's the greatest Premier League player. For me. Yeah. Okay. He's not just foreign in any time, you know. Great player. Yeah, we've spoken about him now, so I don't need to go too much, but a great player for me. Um, he was a linchpin of that Arsenal team in terms of... It was all about him. If he wasn't playing, they're not the same team. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, great player. You know, we spoke about him for long enough. Who's your number one? My number one would be someone who came up with a famous quote when he said, When the Seagulls... Follow the trawler. It's because they think sardines will be strong into the sea. Thank you. Now, Eric Cantona, okay, that famous press conference when he's talking about the seagulls uh, follow the trawler because they think sardines in the sea, yeah? This guy, he was a pain. I didn't like him, honestly. I disliked Eric Cantona so much. But for me, okay, Lebrat, I remember, honestly, I was in a barber shop. Okay, I was a young preteen, okay? And looking at newspapers when Lebrat, I could still remember this headline, came from Leeds United to uh, Man United 1992 or something, yeah? And everybody's joking around, who's this guy? You know, he's, he's, he's uh, obnoxious, he's a bit toxic. Um, you know, he goes off on one. But then he came to Man United and he changed Man United. He made football cool again, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Okay, he started, started again with the colors and things like that. And he was a leader. But what it was about him as well, he was very polarizing, yeah, with opposite fans. We're talking about the B factor. And this guy had a B factor, mm-hmm. okay? Everybody hated him. Mm-hmm. But if you were in his team, you would love him. If you were his fan, his supporter, you would love this guy. Okay? Because he had that, you know, aggress- aggression. He had that leadership. He had that volatility about him as well. You know, kung fu kicking. Yeah, okay? Yeah. He, look, remember the FA Cup, the Spice Boy S- F- FA Cup as well. He, he just came, came back. He just, he came, just came back. back. Okay? He just came back and scored. And that could have actually changed the fortunes of our, our club. Mm. You know? With that Spice Boys era, mm. okay. If we had won that, because that FA Cup uh, team was very talented, that FA yeah. Cup team, yeah. But we came wearing cream white suits or whatever. But if we won it, the cream white suits would have made the difference. Would've, Nobody would have even cared. Yeah, it would have become a fashionable thing. Yeah. But the point is that he came back and made a massive in- impact. I think won three Premier League titles, or maybe even more. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay? yeah. But what it is about this place is his leadership quality. Okay, remember you had uh, Ferguson fledgling, fledglings as well mm-hmm. at the time. 
showed them a lot of example. You had a lot of the players who were there from before as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, Steve Bruce, Gary Pallister, Paul Ince. Paul Ince as well. You know, Mark Hughes. Mark yeah. Hughes. And he came in and he was just a phenomenal footballer, in my opinion. And he, for me, he's the greatest foreign footballer um, in the Premier League. And I'm telling you, okay, only one Liverpool player made it into my top 10. And that was that 10th, Mohamed Salah. And it's not something to be proud of. I'm not trying to, like, please mm. people. You know, I'm really opinionated and I love Liverpool. Okay, and I was thinking about Suarez as well. But just looking at a whole host of things as well. Suarez didn't make you top 10. No, nah, he didn't make him my top 10. And I've got to mention who are my honourable mentions as well. well there yeah? are many honourable mentions. Yeah. yeah but yeah. he didn't make him my top 10. So I'm going to just mention some of my honourable mentions before we lock off, yeah? Yeah. These are my honourable mentions. Suarez, Liverpool. Okay, Juninho Paulista, mm-hmm. Barra. Um, Vincent Company, City. Edin Azar, Chelsea. Peter Schmeichel, United. Yaya Torre, City. Sadio Mane, Liverpool. Um, Son, Spurs. Ginola, Spurs. Roberto Firmino, Liverpool. And Faustinho, Aspria. Yeah, Newcastle, United. So these, and you could put in Destroy, you know, you could put I'll, these guys. I'll name a few more, but I think yeah. you deserve a medal for you, which you may know. Zola, yeah, Zola as well. Yeah. Zola, you know, you know. Actually, I took up Zola to put in. Uh, yes, Ronaldo. Zola definitely needs to go in there. Yeah, you would put him in for sure. Another player, you know, like Kanu. Yeah, Kanu. Yeah, yeah what a player! Yeah, you know, great player. Yeah. You know, yeah, he didn't play as much for Arsenal. And yeah, stuff. but impact, impact. You know, legend of the game. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's so many. You know, Makaleli. Oh, well. Even though he came towards the end, but he was great. Yeah. Ever at Chelsea, though. Yeah, he was the Kante before Kante. Yeah, Kante, Kante, you didn't deserve to mention, you know, there's so many great players that we could have put in. And that's a, the thing is, though, you know, imagine we made it a top 20. Yeah. But, but then again, where did it stop? No, it doesn't. But then you can make a top 30. And that's what I'm saying. Top 10 is hard, though. Yeah. You have to make sacrifices and you really want to put people in and you can't. So you, as long as, you know, the thing is, as long as I can justify my to myself, I don't really care what people think. Yeah. yeah. If they agree, they can agree to disagree. And that's, a, like I mentioned, that's the beauty of the game. You know, it's all opinionated, subjective, objective, you name it. You know, we can, we can, I can, I can justify it and I'm content with my top 10. Okay. So just to recap your top 10, give me quickly 10 to 1. Okay. Um, so, in, yeah. In tenth, I had a uh, Paulo Di Canio. Yeah. In ninth, Didier Drogba. No, uh, eight and JJ Alcacha. Um, seventh, uh, Aguero. Six, Hazard. Uh, f- uh, in fifth, I had a uh, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Four, Mo Salah. Number three, Eric Cantona. Number two, Suarez. Number one, Henri. Yeah, I had a few of those as well. I shared maybe four of those. So number 10, Salah. Number 9, Drogba. 8, uh, David Silva. Uh, number 7, Aguero. 6, Yapstam. 5, Vieira. 4, uh, Ronaldo. 3, Bergkamp. 2, Thierry Henry. And number 1, Eric Cantona. Yeah, I don't... You know what, Doc? I don't think we should try and do a combined one. No, nah, it's going to be... It's too... Be, yeah, you it's know, we already... Because, yeah. because we've, we've both got our top 10 with our own reasons and it's hard to yeah. let go. Absolutely. No, because, you know, from my perspective, for example, Di Canio, Yeah. You can you can easily justify why he shouldn't be there. It's yeah, hard, it'll be, it'll be hard to disagree. But at the same time, you can justify you know, from why. your perspective. Yeah. yeah, and it'll be... 
you know, I think you're mad for not putting Suarez in there, but you've yeah. got your reasons. You know, how can Suarez not make it? I, that was a struggle. Into your top 10? That was difficult yeah. for me to give out. You no, know, it just sounds mad. Then again, you know, so you got to look at that. So, yeah, I don't think we should do. No, nah. you know, keep your top 10. Yeah. I've got my top 10. I appreciate yours. And I'm sure you appreciate mine. Yeah. It would be good to know what fans think of our top 10s as well, though. Yeah, I mean, look, if you've got your top 10. I've got my top 10. Let's put it out for a vote. Whose top 10 foreign players are better? Rahul's list or my list, Doc's list, yeah? But Rahul, any final thoughts before we close off? No, again, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, it's great. And, you know, I think um, it's an opportunity for us to actually remember how you start remember the Premier League early 90s eh? you know remember some of these players things they did because like you know you know watching Premier League now and you know we see players every day but we forget some of the great players that there was you know they, they may not but some of these players were not household names at the time but what they did for the Premier League they changed the Premier League you know for some of the club some of the clubs and stuff but you know just a quick question is Salah the only guy that we've... Have we got Salah in there? Yeah. Number 10. Number 10. Yeah. Is he the only guy that's still playing that's made it all this? Um, that is actually an interesting question. He is, right? Yeah, Salah's the only one. Yeah, yeah he's, he's the, the only, only one. one that yeah. we both put in. Yeah. Uh, and Which is interesting, isn't it? It's interesting. You know, we, we both got the same. Yeah. Because that, you could have put um, uh, Kevin... Uh, De Bruyne. De Bruyne, yeah. Yeah, you could have put Kevin De Bruyne, Easy. Gundogan, for example. Yeah, there's so many, yeah? so many great players that we've had. Yeah, it's about, yeah. And so, you know, the other thing is, uh, Salah's, well, we don't know how long he's going to stay. You know, hopefully he's still there and got a few seasons. I think if we did that again, in a couple, if we did the same ranking again, he might even go even higher if he stays a little Possibly, school. possibly. And I think he's so the only one who can still, you know, yeah. change, go up, go up. He can, yeah. can only get better. Well, on, on my list, he can only get better. Yeah, for you, for he's sure. He's not going to go down. He can't go down. He can't go down. He's already 10. Yeah. yeah. He can only go higher. And for you, probably... Yeah, possibly. Yeah. yeah, possibly. Because he's already achieved. Now he can only achieve yeah, more. Yeah, he can only go up. Yeah, interesting point. So let's see. Maybe we'll have to do one in the future and see our next list. Yeah. But thanks a lot, Rahul, for joining uh, me in this podcast oh. episode. Really interesting debate. Listeners, thank you for staying till the very end. Uh, do subscribe to the podcast and spread the word and see you guys next time.